listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Shooter Wrestling Podcast on We Talk Podcast and the Fresh Take Network. Joshua Adam Lamar is not with the Senator. Yeah, I know what it is. What's going on? And the Futurist, the Crown Prince of Charisma. And he's got a comic out, so you got to go check it out. It's really cool. And you'll hear the audio drop in this pod at one point. So make sure you check it out. All details at the end of the podcast. It's Martin. Yeah, um... I promise this is the last wrestling name change for this podcast for a hell of a long time. Unless Probably another comedian, forever. unless another comedian takes ours, damn you, Ron Funches. One fall was such a great name. Yeah, I think this is it. I think we are the Sharpshooter Wrestling Podcast. I'm still going to let Morton finish, though, with saying, like, well, you've been listening to your wrestling podcast. I still like that as an idea, but as we move forward, and we have new people joining the show. Maybe today, someone might be joining and doing a run-in. Who knows? It can always happen. That's the kind of the new feature we have now. You never know when someone's going to jump on the pod. I'm not going to tell anybody, and someone might just jump on the pod randomly as a guest. So that's a new nice. feature now that we have here. So you have no idea. I may have done it today. I may not. But that's a new feature that we have here. And as we move forward, and Senator and I were talking about this yesterday, Mania season is going to be crazy. AEW is what a dynamite last night. Before we get into this really quickly, wow, what a dynamite last night. Just pillar to post to the start to the end from the Mercedes announcement in the middle there, quote unquote Mercedes announcement, to Hangman and, and Swerve. Maybe the best rivalry in professional wrestling right now. I know people want to maybe go with Roman and Cody, but just as far as in the ring, like, man, and they did the double turn yesterday. And then the uh, the CML stuff is really, really cool. Sting winning is cool. I hate the Bucks, and I love this these characters and this heel turn. Like, great AW show last night. They heading into Revolution. They have two really, really hot matches. Yeah, where the crowd is just going to be red hot, just insanely hot for the tag team title match and for the world title match. Yeah, and anytime you got that, you know, and you can space it out, then the other stuff along the along the card and. Give, give some good action. Anytime you have that, you're going to get interest. You're going to have a, a good show because the crowd's going to be into it. You're there. They have, they came like the previous two weeks. Dynamite was hurting yeah. pretty bad. It wasn't very good. Last night, they fixed pretty much everything. Now they had to keep that momentum going until, you know, until the pay-per-view. Yeah. Cause then they'll have revolution and the Boston shows the next, that's the first dynamite after, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah. the first one after. So, like, that's a big, big period for them, for AW. Wrestling is hot right now. I mean, T-Mobile, I know it was a free ticket tonight. But to sell that out within a week notice, and I know it's free, and I know it's Super Bowl weekend, and there's people out there, but that was impressive. I, free ticket or not, that was impressive. I'll say this. Um, I didn't get an opportunity to watch Dynamite last night, but everything that I've been hearing about has been great stuff about it so i am yep. gonna take the time to go watch it when i can hopefully hopefully on saturday but i still hate the bucks character like there's 
there's nothing to me it's i think my problem with the bucks and i can be completely honest when i say this it seems like i don't know if i want to say punching up too much all the time like everything about them for for probably the past five years seems like it always has to be some form of a troll to wwe yeah and like that to me is like the annoying thing about it it's like after a certain time like let's kind of change up something about like it went from either a troll to vince consistently with with ftr for the longest time you know with like the revival when they were in in uh wwe at that time but like the best person passed away, unfortunately. Brody Lee was the one that did it the best. Anybody yeah. else that anybody else that has tried to do it since since him has not done it no. the right way. So, like, I think that's why I can't get with this character. I I'm just like, thought the I've angle seen... they did, the, the main event angle, Senator. When you see that, yeah. that's what got it over to me. And apparently, they've changed their theme song. They've changed their Titantron uh, from okay. uh, Rampage spoilers. I agree with you. I, I wasn't huge on this gimmick until I saw what they did with Sting and everything with that, I really enjoyed. They really but, just came across as such cocky, unlikable pricks. Yeah. And that's what you want in a heel tag team like them. And they that, that it feels like it feels like them in real life to hold up the tag, you know? Yeah. Which is going to yeah. be successful? Like I, I get what really you're saying. Really don't want them to be senator. Stayed. And the best thing they ever did, best thing they ever did, was get rid of being the elite. I mean, it was time for that thing to go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was just a really well done angle. And another thing about it, it did help blood, but we haven't seen blood. I don't think in over a month. In in no, John Moxley's um, almost got AEW. a month. Yeah, okay? I think over a yeah. month. I, I don't think he. See, I don't think he's bled since before the 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 tournament. No. the um continental classic so no. like i think that guy holding that sun that sign that said spoiler alert john moxley's going to bleed ever since then i don't think he's bled like and and you watch collision i don't watch collision and I'm, I'm starting to want to because apparently it's eddie kingston and and danielson stuff is really really good for the continental title oh, yeah. so we're leading up to a really good revolution like it's going to be like that has a chance to be, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a, a two-month period between that and Mania. Really a month. But Revolution's yeah. lining up to be the show of the year right now, like as far as match quality. And they're building up these matches, really. The triple threat match is going to be so good. It won't be Tokyo Dome, dude. It, it won't, won't be, be Wrestle Dome. Kingdom. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I still haven't seen Wrestle Kingdom. Was Wrestle Kingdom that good okay. this year? Oh, God, yeah. yeah oh, I yeah. Have to watch it. I still, maybe I'll get a chance to watch it tomorrow. I still haven't seen Danielson and Okada, which I... So I still don't know who even won that match, so lucky to avoid that. The problem, the problem. I think with us, one of the one of the good things and also one of the bad things with us is that we have so much stuff to watch at times. Yeah, that like we can rely on a uh, Martin to go there and watch the to- like watch the Wrestle Kingdom and come back and report to it, right? And yep. then we get to it when we get to it. Like, unfortunately. When you're talking about all the stuff that we all do, like if if Morden was to miss a raw, he knows like me and Josh might watch it, so we can yeah. kind of update on on that type of stuff. And it's a plus, but then also it's a minus because then Wrestle Kingdom was a month ago, 
and yeah. I think I've watched half the show. I've hadn't had the time to watch any of all of it, right? So and you don't get the full impact when you're watching it piece by piece, yeah. obviously. But yeah. I, I tell you, it, we're not Dave Meltzer. We don't watch sixty hours of wrestling a week and make our living off this. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's something we do for that we're passionate about that we love. And we we do I do like the fact that we bring in a lot of variety and a lot of different opinions and different stuff that we watch. I think that's a really good thing. But what yeah, I will that's... what I will say is now that we changed the name, I think what really needs to happen is that when we get to the real serious news topics, I am just gonna report it like Dave Meltzer from now on. This is I mean, <laughs> Dude, uh, I, after you ta- did that, like, <laughs> explained him, you ruined Dave for me. He's, the he's next ruined. Day. He's ruined. Oh, he's ruined for me because of you, <laughs> Senator. He he's is ruined. ruined for you. Pointed it out all his mannerisms, and I was just like, I can't I, hear him. Like, I don't even hear him talking. Senator, can anymore. you give us hear the Dave, mannerisms? What Dave is saying tonight about the whole press conference, really quick. So yes. So what happened was they were in. Uh, um, it took place in Vegas in the T-Mobile arena. And then, you know, like it looked like they had, it looked like they were building to something, but they weren't actually building to something. Like they had the, they had the rock come out at, no, they had Seth come out and then he cut like a promo. It was okay. But like, then you had like Roman Reigns come out, but then, you know, it kind of went against what Seth Rollins was trying to promote. And then the rock came out and just kind of stood there and, I think they're building to a Rock Roman match, but then they also had Cody come out and then he cut a promo. And so I think what they said before was that it's going to be Rock and Roman and it was locked in from about January. But now I think now I think that they might throw a little it might be Cody and Rock or what they could do is a three way match, but like there's no plan that is set, but as of January, it was set as Rock and Roman. Amazing! You could throw in a few more Oz yeah. and a yeah. um um. Here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He says that all the time. Senator Meltzer, everyone. <laughs> this is Sean Ross Sapp. That's just like I'm right. I'm right. Listen to me. I'm right. Yeah, that's pretty much what yeah. he was doing last night with Mercedes. I'm the futurist, uh, and I haven't been right for a while, so. <laughs> no, well, no one's writing any of this. Um, so uh, let's get to it. Again, AEW last night, really, really good. I like the direction AEW's going. I mean, by the way, too, that show, the 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 big business show, like if you get an Okada and you do Mercedes on that night after what I think will be a good revolution show, like that is a nice week for AEW. That it, yes, it will get overshadowed by Mania build, but you need to sustain yourself with everything. And I brought this up in the pop culture show before we change. The one thing that's kind of getting overlooked, and I didn't realize it until we did it on the Pop Culture Show this afternoon, this mega sports deal with ESPN and Turner and Fox, AEW could benefit from that more than anybody. Now, I don't know how UFC is going to feel about this because ESPN in the UFC deal is almost up, and I see how that all goes, but AEW could benefit off of this a lot because I wonder if that would be part of a streaming deal that AEW would be on this platform. We will see. Will people be willing to pay $50 a month for a streaming platform? We're going to find out. Is that out. what the rumor is? That's what the rumor is, that they're looking at $50 a month U.S. Wow. Correct. Like, and it, I also... It, again, it's a rumor, but and to go with, And to go exactly to what you're saying, if I have to look at, there is too much aspects 
in that TKO family at this point right now. Yeah. Where I don't see an AEW going there. You have you have uh UFC so potentially. Kind of on them then? I think I think Turner is gonna be their home. To tell you they won't the truth. be on that platform. Yeah. Because I'm looking at I'm looking at if you look at the TKO thing, uh Pat McAfee back onto Raw, ESPN game day. Uh UFC, I highly doubt that they're gonna try losing that because that yeah. is that is their pay-per-view money right there. So they're gonna and especially if what if what Dana White talked about this week is what he's trying to do at Vegas, ESPN is not trying to lose that when they're yeah. talking about uh doing the UFC event in the sphere at Vegas and yeah. where people can sit down. And if somebody wants to, if somebody speaks Spanish, they actually have Spanish commentary at their seats. Like it's true. Like it can be multi, multi-lingual when it comes to it. I don't see ESPN trying to get rid of that. And then I think the rock still has a few business stuff over there too. I think mm-hmm. a couple UFL games UFL. are supposed to be aired over there. Yeah. Like, there's too much things tied into that TKO aspect for AEW to really benefit from that part, in my yeah. opinion. No, I mean, it's very valid. It's just going to be interesting now. I mean, AEW also could just land a max. Maybe this deal with Turner partnering with them makes it easier for them to say, yeah, we'll give you NHL stuff. We'll give you NBA World Series stuff that we have. And then we can, if we want to stream AEW, it's easier just for us to put it on max, potentially. Yeah. So we will find out with that. Uh we didn't we never talked about Netflix on here. Um really quickly before we move on to the main event here. Just kind of uh more really quickly like your thoughts on the whole the whole Netflix deal. Oh no, we did talk about Netflix because we did it during the rumble. Nice absolutely. Uh well let's talk about this this press conference. We didn't Again, talk about what happened the day after. Yes, we have not. And I don't about really that. want to. I, I would advise people to go listen to, to go listen to John Pollock and Brandon Thurston and everything that they've been doing at post wrestling, because they have done an excellent job talking about all that stuff. And it's been, you know, it's been really well done and really well done documented from them. And things just keep on coming out every single week. And I guess before we kind of get into the, the wrestling side of everything, it was my, it was a little bit unfortunate because I thought they would take questions from the media today with the media being there. For those that don't know the media staying at the Luxor, for those that have been in Vegas, um, the Luxor is a walk, like a five-minute walk to T-Mobile. It is not that far to to get from the Luxor to T-Mobile. I thought with the media being there, I was curious if they were going to open questions today. Uh, and if we were going to see maybe a better media train, Triple H, than what we saw at the last press conference, potentially, today. Uh, because with you have media people there that were not just Sean Ross Sapp, who was there. But you have media people from, you know, CNN, BBC, all those other people that were in the in the city covering the Super Bowl that this is the major story that's getting covered on those publications. And I thought this would be an opportunity for them to ask some of those questions. I'm sure WWE's realized this just as much. And I think that's why there was no, the media could be spectators, but not ask questions because they didn't want to handle it. And also they didn't have the, the best guy in the company to handle those questions, which is Shawn Michaels. Because if you listen to the NXT conference call, Sean handled it really, really well, as best as you could. It's um, all right. So, Josh, you brought it up. We were when we were, after we were finished what uh, doing the seven K pick, you were like, we were talking about 
the stuff that we're not going to talk about, right? Yeah. And the one thing that we both agreed on is the problem with us talking about it compared to other people talking about it is They're we journalists. are journalists. No. We are people that we are spectators, we are fans, we are lovers of pro wrestling and sports entertainment, and we like to talk about what they're doing. When it comes to the whole legal aspects and all that type of stuff, one, you always have to make sure everything is allegedly because mm -hmm. nothing has been officially proven yet. Yeah. I know we have, there's, we can, we can pretty much believe what we believe from history going on. Yeah. But as a legality, yeah. But as a legality, but as a legality, as a pod, right? Like those are the ones where you don't really want to even mess with it. And then two, yeah. we have enough bad stuff in wrestling to talk about. We do not need to talk about nasty stuff as well. Like yeah. let's, let's, let's stick with the bad on screen products and horrible news reportings and stuff like that. We don't need to talk about the nasty stuff. And then talking about the press conference, you damn well know they weren't going to open it up for oh, hell no. questions no. because I know there one... was some speculation about it. And look, I, I you know, being a, a broadcaster and journalist, if I wasn't one of those pressers, I would feel obligated to do what Brandon Thurston and others did. I would ask a question if we were at one of those pressers. But as you said, like I am not a full out journalist, and there is better publications that have done a better job on this, like uh -huh. John Pollock and Brandon Thurston on post wrestling. So please go check out what they've done because they have done an excellent job on both John Pollock's writing and audio parts that he's done that are available for free on YouTube and on the post wrestling podcast. Yeah. And the thing is we're, we just want our wrestling to be fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's the thing is, you know, even when it's bad wrestling, it's fun to talk about it. Oh yeah. And to a degree, you know, uh, but uh, this stuff is, it's not that we're ignoring it and maybe we do to do a disservice. If we don't talk about it because um, obviously, it's surprising how little it's affected WWE's business. Yeah, uh, They're hot dropped. right now. But I'm more comfortable just letting others cover it. And, and that's why I agree. Go to Post. That's a great place, Post Wrestling, too. Yeah. You know, it's not as entertaining a podcast as us. There's no joke at the end. Exactly. But, yeah. but so, it's, it's a better place to get that type of news. Yeah, so the case is ongoing. Obviously, a lot of stuff came out yesterday that, you know, it, it gets deeper and grosser. And again, follow Post Wrestling. And, you know, there might be times where we, you know, do feel obligated to contact and that stuff. But so much stuff has now transpired as well um, that I'm not trying to say that we're going to ignore it when it happens. But also, like Senator said elegantly, we're not journalists. So, and yeah. And to be honest with you, by the time we record, because because of how busy our schedules are a lot of times, which is why sometimes we might go two weeks without recording. And then we come back and we're able to do like three weeks in a row. Like yeah. our schedules are very hard to get aligned. But by the time we do record and think the way how this story has been going up every day, there's been something added on. So by the time yeah. we record and we put it out, there's a next thing that comes out and it's be like, Oh, we should have, we need to cover that in there. It's, it's too much of an ongoing situation right now with all the stuff that are being developed and discovered for us to keep up with it we'd have to do it on a daily basis and we do not have the time to do that so no uh, and maybe yeah. when everything all the dominoes have fallen we'll yeah. give our 
a, a concise opinion. Each of us just give it and and something short and and just give our opinion quickly. But until then, there's no point. You're right. Yeah. And we can say this. It's nasty. That's our it's concise. Nasty. That's our concise point right now. While it's ongoing, it's a nasty situation. Yeah, I can fully say fuck this man, and I never want to hear that name again. There you go. Um, no easy transition from that, but we do move to this presser. Uh, Friday was hectic, and that's why you know I I, I felt obligated. I was like, you know what? Like, I have to do a solo show on this. Uh, I, I wasn't even going to bother asking anyone on their schedules because I got home from my job and it was like 12 o'clock at night. I'm like, I've never seen Twitter this crazy for wrestling and something and so hotly debated and carried it on throughout the week. And, you know, you have the David LaGregas who are the super Cody fans from Busted Open and you see the O'Shea Jacksons who's a super rock fan. And it, 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 the, it, it was really, this has all been the best thing for wrestling right now because this mania is going to be unbelievably watched because of all the, all the stuff they've added and they left tonight. And I don't know. I mean, Cody is facing Roman. So everyone is happy. Now that Cody has a chance to finish the story and all that stuff. I still don't know if Cody's going to win because Roman technically can get his 1000th win in his career. And I still think there's that Hogan thing. And I, someone pointed this out. It doesn't matter if he beats Bruno, but they can say in the WrestleMania era, Roman is the longest champion. They can say that. Like, they don't necessarily need him to beat Bruno, but they want him to beat Hogan. Even Backlund, maybe, but they want him to beat Hogan because they want to say the longest champion in the WrestleMania era. I don't know if you heard, they mentioned that about Punk tonight. They said one of the longest champions in the WrestleMania era. That's the new little tagline that they have. Um, And it it also kind of takes away from the promo that we had on Friday. They obviously did a little bit of damage control with how everything was going, because how does Cody go from like, I'll face you and take everything away from you. Just not at WrestleMania. My pick at WrestleMania is Roman Reigns. I'm like, ah, and so once he said that line, that was the debate when we were kind of talking, like, that's the line that I wish he didn't say. If he just said like, I don't know who I'm going to take and I'm taking console to try to make this decision. And that's when Rocky comes down. Okay. Now we can have a better back and forth, but he literally said, I'm not going to face you at WrestleMania. And now a week later, I'm going to face you at WrestleMania. Morgan, you want to go first? Sure. Um, yeah. I, I really wonder how much has been thrown kind of out the window because of the CM Punk injury, you know, and how much they're scrambling. When you talk about the, the storytelling has been more logical than that of late. And this is very, this is definitely not logical the way that it's, it's gone. Uh, is it working though? Is the crowd is. interested? Yes. The question is this, is Cody Rose a bigger star today than he was at the end of 2023? The answer is he's a much bigger star and he was a big star then. Mm-hmm. And he's a much bigger star. So... He's getting talked about on the Pat McAfee show. He's getting talked about the Cody Crybaby. People that I didn't know that don't know wrestling, like, who's Cody Rhodes? What's a Cody Crybaby? I had so many of those texts today of asking who Cody Rhodes is. And I I mean, I I can't be like, oh, he's Dusty Rhodes' son, because they don't know who Dusty Rhodes is. So I had to kind of explain a little bit who Cody is and why that is. Like, well, I fucking hate Cody because I want to see The Rock. That's I would go back to wrestling to watch The Rock. So now you have this back and forth dichotomy of those fans that are the casual fans that don't give a shit about Cody Rhodes, 
but they are interested in WrestleMania now because The Rock is back. So that part's really interesting to elevate Cody to that level now to push him into main stardom. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, obviously, Roman gets The Rock too. Uh, Seth One looks like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I thought he yeah, saved no. himself a little bit at the end going at The Rock. I thought he saved himself a little, a little bit, bit, but man, that belt just means jack shit. Like, I, 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 yeah. I actually don't count on anybody to save that title except for two guys on Raw right now. And that is Sammy and that is Drew. Those two guys can potentially save that belt. But man, is Roman really devalued that belt the last week. Yeah, just the promos, just the little brother and all that. Little, Loser all that brackets, stuff is, copper champion yeah, like, stuff. You know, it, it doesn't do any the company any good. No. You know, it's like, I remember Chris Jericho talked about this. I think it was in his first book. Talked about he how he was facing um, who was it uh, Larry Brown or the Booker? I, th- I think it was the Booker. I think his name was Larry Brown, um, something Brown or Bob Brown, something like that. Is this in Calgary? In some little territory, yeah, in Calgary here. The Pinocchio yeah. one. Pardon me. Was this in the Pinocchio one? The Pinocchio show, or he had he had someone in the Pinocchio. Uh, by the way, Punk just did a tweet uh, really quickly saying uh, he didn't like the disrespect that Bailey got. He's been very supportive of Bailey this entire run, and how Bailey's not in the poster one. We'll talk about that in a bit, though. We'll talk so about that be, in a bit. I mean, yeah. that that was also a bit of an awkward angle, I thought, but it worked with the crowd. So, yeah. um, no the the thing is, yeah, so Larry Brown and and he sits there and he talks about how he's old and he's out of shape and he's and he's he's uh, you know. Uh, he's no good anymore. He was a, he's used to be a terrific wrestler, but now he's nothing, and it doesn't matter. And Larry Brown comes up to him at the end of it, and he and he says to him, he says, "Okay, so you just told everybody that I'm old, that I'm fat, that I'm bald, that I'm ugly, and that I'm no good anymore, and that I used to be good, but now I'm nothing. So oh, when okay. you lose to me, and you are losing to me." You're going to lose to an old, fat, ugly, bald, no good anymore, former or former wrestler. And that hammered it home to Chris Jericho that that's not the way you cut promos. You don't run your guy down. No. And this is what Roman is doing with this belt is he's just running it. Bulldog Bob Brown. That was it. Bulldog mm-hmm. Bob Brown. Um, he's just running it into the ground and, and, why do I care when you present the title like that? Why do I even care about it? Now, one of the things that I do want to point out that I want your opinions My on. God oh, almighty. We, we're getting a run in. We are getting a run in. I'll do the introduction we when the audio is connected. Run in. By God almighty. Is that Jermaine J.C. Cummins music? All right. I just want to get your opinion. One thing we did see, we talked about with the Netflix deal, how we might see a little bit more mature content. It's on tonight. The press conference got much more mature, let's say, oh, God. with the language used. Shits and fucks, and even at the backstage, Tom Lawler, <laughs> shouts to filthy Tom Lawler, was at the event today, and he filmed when Rock was backstage with Hunter Peacock, and YouTube censored it, but he said... Fix this shit, blah, 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 shit. And he's like, and you better fucking fix it. Fucking fix it right now. 
that was all edited out on Peacock, but Filthy Tom Lawler uh, put that up on his Twitter. So we know that what happened with that right now. So I don't, I don't know where, where we're going really with all that. Jay, are you here with us right now? I'm here, man. All right. I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Good to I'm have guess, you on. Obviously, you guys were talking about the press conference, which I just watched. And I got to say, that was the first WWE event I've watched beginning to end in probably like nine, ten years. Like beginning to end. Yeah. I was in a well, tone, man. As you know, Jermaine's a lot like um, Morning Your Friend. Is it Addy that's kind of like that? Like likes the older school stuff? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. knows it all. So Jermaine is very, you know, he watches a lot of the older school stuff. He's never been a fan of the new stuff. So, well, again, I mean, you know, you got to give a little context here. Like, th- yeah, that's yeah. what I grew up watching. That's what I yeah, grew up watching. Nothing to ever, ever beat that. Ever beat that. Yeah. I'm talking new generation. I'm talking attitude era. And stop there. Yeah. So really quickly, before we go to Senator on all this, and I want to get back to your part, Marty, because you've been a good point. But just really quick thoughts, Jay, on what you just saw. Man, I got to say, so as a dude who's kind of like rode for Cody Rhodes since he was with uh, with Ted DiBiase, yep. wink, wink, Josh, huh? 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 Yeah, we, I lost um, a bet on that for context. I picked Ted <laughs> and Jermaine picked Cody. Definitely lost that one. <laughs> to be the bigger star. Yeah. But yeah, getting back to that. I had like, the same bet, but it was with Zack Ryder and Cody. Oh. And I won. Oh, oh damn. Was that a team? I missed them. No, it was during the Zack Ryder YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, no, press conference, man. That shit was great. Like, I am here for Cody Rhodes. Josh, as you know, when that dude came back a couple years ago, won the Rumble, like, I was hyped, man. I was hyped. I'm like, this is going to bring me back to the product. Everything's cool. Duh, duh, duh. Then, then he lost that match at WrestleMania, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Story's continuing. Here we go to this year again. Wins the Rumble. I get excited. And then, the, and then obviously, you know, fast forward and it gets to The Rock. And I, let me tell you something. I am riding for Cody Rhodes right up until The Rock joins the fray. That's when my Cody ride ends and I hop on The Rock train. So all of this, man, all of this honestly excites me. All of this stuff. The only part I'm really not talking about is I'm not a big Roman Reigns guy, but whatever. That's, that's, that's unimportant. But when it comes to Cody Rhodes and The Rock, man, I am completely on board with this which looks like I would say a triple threat, but that doesn't really make sense as seeing as Seth Rollins is kind of there. And shit. I'm wondering so. if there's a tag in Perth. We're going to get to that in a second, but I'm going to kind of, I just wanted your initial thoughts. I'm going to go back to Morin's part really quick. He was talking about uh, devaluing Seth Rollins in the promos. You were talking about, you know, getting Jericho washed down. And I agree with you. I'm go back to you in a second here, Morton, because that's everything you've done. So if Drew, for example, if Drew or Sammy go for Seth's title, that's why I count on at least Drew being a good promo that he can maybe help it get back up. But man, that title took a beating tonight. What do we do? Do we do a three-way there and a three-way for the other belt? Like, I don't think, think I, don't, ways. I don't think that match will be a three-way. I think we're either going to do Roman and Rock on night one and Cody and Roman on night two. Or Roman is not wrestling two nights in a row. No. That is not happening. Okay, I, I think that the we're thing getting that we to might see a, the thing we very well could see is guest. the Rock, the Rock, and the Mike Tyson enforcer role. Mm-hmm. Who's there for Roman, and then he turns on him at the end, and he then turns babyface in the end and helps, just exactly like Mike Tyson did. Yeah, that I, see that I could see. Yeah, I could see that too. I do wonder if we're getting a tag in Perth. Potentially, because Rock um, McAfee today said he is training. 
So I that's see it. I interesting. See it. And frankly, yeah. I think The Rock is leaving WrestleMania with the title, man. I do. But who's I title? Think he's I mean, gonna win it there. I, was, they, oh, I would say. Did they pivot Reigns? to Rock and Seth? By the way, I know that's not like that, but could they pivot to that? I would hope not, man. That match wouldn't make sense for shit because Seth and I Rollins, would prefer Drew to win that. Saying, yeah, I guess saying that dude does not belong amongst those those other three on the stage. Personally, from this casual's point of view, yeah, so I mean, as much as I like Seth, I would have thought just with how he's doing right now, Drew would have fit way better in there right now with how Drew's cutting promos and everything. But anyway, Senator, we haven't got to you with everything really quick here. All right, so you left out one very important person that can elevate that title, and that's Gunther. Gunther yes. is the man that would elevate that title back to where it needs to be. But are we? Do you have Jimmy beating him then? The I can. Title? I think Jimmy is going to be the person that Jimmy needs to be the person to beat him. Unfortunately, because of one thing, he has fallen so far down from what the main event part is. And if he wins a title and Roman was to lose the title, then it kind of elevates him a lot higher than he currently is at this point. Yeah. Do I think that he should be the person to win the title? No. But could I see him being the person that gets booked to win the title? Yes. Um, I wonder if it's Braun. Braun, I think the thing with Braun, it would be too quick of a thing. And I don't know if they want to push it. Right now, they love what him and Baron Corbin are doing. So, like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even be surprised if you see them kind of come up in that tag tag thing, to tell you the truth. But it all depends. But getting to the press conference today, going back to the line, I'm trying to take everything away from you, and then The Rock comes out on SmackDown. Yeah. I think at that point, they didn't expect the backlash that they were going to get. No. And so them using that line, and then you kind of pointed it out earlier that at a press, I think either you or Adam pointed out in the group chat that earlier he was saying, whether it's uh, Crown Jewel or SummerSlam or all these different ones, like he was naming all these different places to actually have to face him. So it was kind of like, all right, we can kind of hold off on that. So if The Rock has to take this one. That CM Punk injury was way bigger than we expected because that CM Punk and that nasty man that used to own the company had through this whole company, through a wrench in that whole company. Because I don't yeah, think I mean, Punk, that By the way, Punk on that stage would have been, wouldn't be able to hold his own. And you could tell when Punk was cutting that promo and The Rock was behind them, I think Rock was getting a little bit Perturbed by Punk cutting a promo on him, too. It was, it was to me, the ultimate thing. And one of the things that a lot of news reports have been saying was the reason why they had to throw Rock in there was to cover up the yeah. the media the press from from the nasty man, right? Yeah. So like from from both. Yeah. So I, like, I just want to point out two things quickly. Mm-hmm. Number one, we're all forgetting there's still that damn briefcase. Yeah. Well, I think that that could screw things up, and who knows how that plays into everything. The other thing is, Roman Reigns passes Hulk Hogan just before Survivor Series. Yeah, I think the plan may have been for Rock to face Roman, lose, Uh and then Cody to get the chance at Survivor Series and win, maybe in Madison Square Garden, where his father 
didn't get the I'm not ruling that out still. I don't think we can say Cody is gonna for sure finish the story at Mania. Like, I'm not gonna for sure say, especially if let's just say it does go to a triple threat, then all of a sudden all bets are off because then Cody can take the pin from Rock and then Roman never gets pinned. But I do, it does feel all of a sudden that the Rock did turn heel today and that he's in the bloodline now, but he's the head of the table, just kind of, and Roman kind of went under him. It kind of did feel like that a little bit. All of a sudden, Roman is a lesser star. Mm -hmm. He felt like it. Because he can't, because he's no longer the biggest star in his stable. No, like. He didn't even, he wasn't the biggest person on that stage. Like, if you, when you, when you look at it, it, it went Rock, Cody, uh, Roman, Oh yeah, Paul yeah. Heyman even gets up there too. But yeah. here's the thing: if it goes to a triple threat, the smart booking is Reigns pins Rock, and so that it still leaves Cody to do the chase. Cody yeah. can't take a loss, right? Like if you're not gonna take the title off of Roman, you can't have Cody take the pin either. Yeah, there there is the danger. We have seen it before. There's two dangers. Number one, there is the danger that the crowd gives up on the chase uh-huh. because when a, a baby face continually says i'm gonna do the thing and, and fails to do it the crowd stops believing in them so there is that danger i don't think that's going to be the case with cody i think cody's i think cody's too well handled and and uh just too hot right now for that to be the case but it is possibility the other thing of course is that the crowd's really into the chase and as soon as they win the title they don't care we've seen that you many saw times saw that with Brian. the chase is what they give a shit about and as yeah. soon as the title is is you know on that guy, there the crowd's like, oh okay. Uh, well, and they've they've mistimed them as well too, right? Like uh, famously Del Rio, they didn't hit on Del Rio at the right time, and by the time they pulled the trigger on Del Rio, it was like, cool, whatever. It was too late. Well, and even uh, with well, you know, I'm, the, I'm okay. I'm okay with that one. Yeah, but I'm just saying Del Rio was <laughs> hot, and they didn't. And even with the summer of punk, they kind of fucked around too much with the summer of punk and then they gave him the title of survivor series and he had the long title reign and it worked but it also didn't work because he was still like getting second billing to cena matches right now i do think cody is at a better level right now like you could say cody is the main guy in the company right now as far as the face of the company as far as being in the live events large merchandise all that kind of stuff it's and punk was there for that stuff as well so but i do think cody is at a different level than what punk was Sometimes I think when Josh gets into his point, he has to really um, finish the point. But like Morden brought up a really good point right there. The biggest star of the company was not on the stage today. Like, where was our truth? He is, he is the company right now. He gets louder pops than ninety five percent of the company. So he's probably gonna win the take titles. He's probably gonna win the take titles at Mania. He better. You don't think he's gonna be relegated some comedy shit at Mania? No, oh, they'll probably do him and Miz versus Awesome Truth versus Priest. Yeah, or the one in a Perth, but I would assume they'd save it for Mania. Don't want to be waking up at 3 a.m. for that R Truth win. That's the other thing now, too. Like with how early Chamber is, and I I, I know our Australian and European friends that listen to the show are not are, are like Primeo River not Jack, a Jack Perry style of talking about the time difference for shows, but man, this 3 a.m. for Elimination Chamber, man. It's, they do do the tag of Seth and Cody versus Roman and Rock. It, Yeah, we're going to watch it and whatnot, but that is, a, that is a hard ask. 
PVRs exist at least, I guess. And so does on demand for WWE up here. That's a hard ass though. Definitely not watching that shit. It's really young. Hell no. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh sure. I, I we've kind of talked about a few any other kind of thoughts you have, Jay? Not really, man. Not really. I'm just, like I said, as far as the current product goes, I'm just a casual dude who's checked in for his classic road to WrestleMania season. And uh, I'll probably be getting off there as soon as backlash happens. So, man, I'm I'm hyped for it, though. Like I said, I watched this press interview beginning to end, and I, I'm fucking, I'm ready for this shit, man. I love it. I love how The Rock's leaning into this, the heel side of things, which is The Rock's best work, is him as yes. a heel. So, Hollywood Rock really, Yes, yes. No more Dwayne, man. Bring back The Rock. So, hopefully... That's kind of what we're in line for right now, and I'm I'm just hyped. I'm hyped, man. Morton, we're gonna get a rock concert because that's what I want. When he's the <laughs> heel, come on. When he's the heel, I want a rock concert. Yeah, but I almost kind of just like this more serious rock. Like I get what you're saying, but like I almost like this more serious rock. Like that promo he cut tonight was one of the best promos I've seen the Rock cut for a while. Like this stuff, Jermaine and I have always brought this up when we've talked about stuff. Like the stuff with theory. And Ginger was fine, but that's Dwayne. That wasn't that wasn't The Rock. Like this stuff tonight was The Rock, and the way that he looked at Cody, and he got very serious about talking about the High Chief, and everything with that and aligned with that. And so you have now the link to the bloodline. And I like that there would we're saying like there's not really a feud between them. It's just like who is the better, right? It's kind of a grudge match, but not really cracks within the bloodline. And The Rock said from day one of this when he was on Pat McAfee last summer, and even tonight that he was going to build long-term storytelling with this. And it was like, well, you're just facing Roman at Mania. How does that matter? And now you can kind of see where the long-term, this is a story that's going to go to WrestleMania 41 next year. So rather he Mm -hmm. is the special guest referee, or if he is a special enforcer or what happens, this is the long-term storytelling that he's talked about. Now he's not going to be all around the time because we know he has to go film the live action Moana and he's got other commitments like the UFL and everything like that. But I do believe that there is a long-term story building here and that this will lead to something at Mania next year. Where that is, we still don't know. The rumor was Minneapolis, but I do wonder if they pivoted and I keep on hearing some buzz about Vegas and I'll tell you what, if they're in Vegas, well, that's going to be Josh's first WrestleMania. So let me, let me say this. I agree with everything you just said but I disagree with one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And that one aspect of it is he could have literally done the same thing last year. He should, he could have. This, he wanted this, to. Ex- this exact same story, because yes. it's not like they built a story because he was saying he wasn't going to come back unless there was a long-term story. Yes. Yes. So this exact situation that he did, he could have done this last year, right? That's not why he's here. And we, and I just want to make sure we all know that because th- he the exact same like i said the exact same thing he could have done last year he doing it this year because he needs to do it this year because of everything mon i know people don't want it now they want cody what no matter what at the end of the day if it's for the title or it's not if it's part of a long-term storyline they have to eventually give us the rock and roman Mm -hmm. don't they that's yeah. the biggest match. And, and there's always you know. the chance. There's always the chance of an injury to The Rock, which is the danger of him wrestling yeah. in Australia, right? So well, they've got to be careful in how they do any match. They put Punk in bubble wrap the best they could, and he still got hurt. 
sometimes your body just betrays you dude when you get older yeah like i think they you know they, they when you're younger too isn't what's his name hurt seth rollins isn't he like he he's hurt bad? but he he's gonna be good to go for mania punk he has a full tear so I, I was hoping that punk had like a small tear that he could this was all the work and i think tonight i've finally given up on my my dream of punk working us all i think i've finally given up on that uh tonight i put him on commentary though i do miss punk on commentary yeah he was no hypocrite with cm punk sitting there going cm punk who complained but one of the reasons he left 10 years ago was because the rock got his spot at wrestlemania in the main event yeah this time the rock is getting some cody's spot and he goes well i understand box office whatever dude like just like the same thing the triple h coming out and going you know the first wrestlemania took them from a small local cup Vince McMahon <laughs> senior senior yeah held New York the biggest market in the country and the east coast yeah it was not some small regional Bruno was selling promotion. out the garden Vince over McMahon and over. Jr Vince McMahon he did his son a favor he sold it to him for only 1 million dollars but let me tell you something 1 million dollars in 1984 is like 5 million dollars today and i don't think a small business is worth 5 million personally no no well this that kind of just goes and and we gotta think about this this is wwe uh jermaine is an attitude era guy so wwf back then all that there you go there you go so let's let's be let's be completely honest majority of the stuff that they come up with they made up right like they can make things up so so technically Roman doesn't have to make it past WrestleMania with the title for them to make up a stat to make it seem like he actually made it past not. the title, right? Not. Like it, you like know. you could just make you. How many WrestleManias did they sell? Say had twenty thousand more people there than it actually yeah. was. Like we, just, we just make numbers up. Like let, that's the beauty of sports entertainment, right? Yes, like, this is world. literally to. call it the entertainment number. Yes, nothing yeah. has to nothing has to be correct, right? It's yeah. only the shout out to him, but like the Brandon Thurston's who are the real journalists that go through and actually find Open out what numbers. how many people actually walk through the turn yeah. turnstile, all that stuff. But for fans, if you literally told people that this was Dave 2000, no one was really going to sit down there and be like, okay, let's go back and look when he actually won the title. Like they did with like, Goldberg. It was like, uh, yeah. it's 143. Then like a week later, it's like, it's 151 now. Like, yeah. Oh, you okay, just, sure, whatever. You just, just change well, the numbers. People were okay. freaking out. People were freaking out back in the day when they did that with Goldberg. When they would put him in, like, he'd be like 68 wins. And the next time he was on TV, he'd be at like 82 wins. And, you know, a week later, and he hadn't even wrestled, like, he had wrestled, like, two matches yeah. <laughs> to, at house shows or something like that. And instead of, and as soon as the, the fans stopped believing that it was real, like, they know wrestling isn't real, but that, the streak was real. Yeah. Something is real. And this is, they can get behind something that's real. As soon as they stopped believing that something was real, Goldberg started losing momentum. Oh, yeah. Because they felt like they were being worked. And... Then you Scott know, um, all tasered him. The, the wrestling fans don't like to feel like they're being worked. No, and a really good booker works them without them knowing. Bam! Um, which Hunter's low key kind of. We're in the midst of it. We're in yep. the midst of it. Yes. Yeah. All yes. that shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hunter, I mean, in the midst of it. Hunter low key did it. I mean, they knew what uh, you can do your fake, you know, Meltzer that you do, Center, which I 
you got to hear his Meltzer one time, Jermaine. It's fantastic. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, just being like, yeah, this was the plan since January 3rd. They knew in SmackDown last week. I know there was the backlash and everything like that, but I think they low-key knew what they were doing. Now, like I said, some of the wording on SmackDown was a little bit wonky with him saying, like, it's not going to be at WrestleMania and stuff. Uh, but they knew what they were doing. They were working everyone with the we want Cody hashtag and all that stuff. They knew exactly what they were doing. They saw what happened with the, the yes signs. movement. Easy, the man. Signs. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, of course. This shit, I could write this shit up. This is so easy. You can have yeah. The Rock come in a year after. And the thing is, I heard you, Senator, about them doing it a year ago. But if this happens a year ago and The Rock comes in, like the fans aren't this, this crazy, fake crazy. Mm. You know, this they're not bringing up this kind a of year of hunter booking as well. Exactly. An extra year added on top of that. And like, I granted, I hear you trying to say that you're trying to bring him in to take a, attention away from the Vince shit. Like nothing is going to take like, attention away from the Vince shit. We all know that. Like yeah. that shit's going to exist. That shit's definitely going to exist. It's not like we're going to be like, oh, what happened with Vince McMahon? Because I'm all about the rock. It's like, no, nah, things, you know, coincide. They'll be together. But yeah. nonetheless, like big work, big old work through, as usual, World Wrestling Federation doing its thing one more time and just Cranking up, you know, what is going to be legit one of the biggest WrestleManias in the last 10 years, I feel. Man, for sure. I, I told, I already told, I'm doing catering for my Mania party this year. Like, I'm going all out this year for it. Like, we're doing Damn. it big this year. We're doing it big Damn. for Mania this year. Catering, nice. we're doing catering for it this year. Because night one, we're going to have WrestleMania and the Final Four, like we always do. Anyone that's been in my my house for for football knows I got those multi-screens. So we're going to have Final Four. Hopefully, my Tar Heels are in it. We're going to be able to watch that, and then we're going to be able to watch Night 1 of Mania, and then we're going to do it all over again the next night with the women's Final Four and Mania at the same time. We'll be there we go. So you can watch my fucking Bailey raise that championship overhead. Sorry, yo, Sky. Yeah. It's over for you. Yeah, so that was rebranding up, too. Punk was on his uh, his Instagram. He thought uh, he thought it was a little disrespectful that Bailey wasn't brought out of the presser today. And I do got to – like, Bianca, I like Bianca, big star. I, she's probably going to face Jade. That's going to be a great match. Bailey should have been at that presser tonight. Nah, but Bailey don't have a show right now. Bailey's not part of the cricket thing. Like yeah. Bianca's in doing the media. Like, no, I get that right for now. maybe just on top of it, right? Like not just take away Bianca, but like have Bailey as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't be against it, but I see exactly why. Be- I, you know, I knew Bianca was going to be there regardless. Oh yeah, she Bianca's a huge star. Match. Yeah, but, right. At this moment, it's hot. But let's let's be completely honest. They were trying to keep this as concise as possible. Sure. Right. You have to bring up Bianca because she's promoting love in WWE. I'm two episodes to, in, by the way. You're gonna love it, Senator. You have to bring out Rhea because of Elimination Chambers, the next pay-per-view. Yeah. And then and then you had the four people, two people with belts and the two other biggest stars. Like yeah. as far as conciseness, it makes sense. Also, Bailey already has her match already announced. True. Right. That's like true. there was this, everything else was building up to what you wanted, what you can look forward to. You mentioned before, I think maybe before we recorded, start recording our thing, it was Jade was there. Why didn't you bring Jade out? Right. My thing is for that is you can't give away everything at the, at the press. Yeah. And you're going to eliminate her in the chamber. Yeah. You, you take away from your regular, what you can build up on the show. Right. Like right now, the way how, that presser went becky's winning the elimination chamber yes right like you you saw the shot that they did when they when she held up the title you can already imagine that for the for the uh video package going into the 
match all that stuff they they shot it perfectly well if you had bianca come if, if you had jay come out to interrupt bianca then it's like okay cool we already have five matches right now right now we assuming where bianca's gonna go or thing like there's no real clear path which is it's, a good thing about it it's her versus jay to her versus tiff i would say that's the match jermaine you and i talked about uh during one of our games you were saying that during the rumble you were kind of mixed on Jade's in ring work and still think she needs a little bit more in ring. I'm not mixed. I think it's terrible, man. Yeah. I think it's terrible. And I think Adam's Bianca will wrestle circles so around we, her. We can rip Jade because Adam's not here. Man, yeah. I think when eventually the feud with Bianca goes, man, she's going to get exposed in the ring. I've never been a huge Jade fan, man. Maybe it's a little bit of the AEW thing, but like she is like a percentage of what Bianca Belair is, man. And I feel like yeah. it's going to be doing... Bianca Belair, a disservice to get in with her. So I hope they get in, get out, get at that few quick, do whatever they're going to do, and just move on from that. Because I feel like Bianca's too big of a talent to be weighed down by the shitty wrestling of Jade Cargill. Shots in defense of Jade, I, I have to say. For Adam? Um, two things. Number one, she's being retrained. She's yes. been not not training, retrained. Yeah. to do the WWE style in there. And With Sarah Amata. That's one thing that she may see immediate improvement. They have done an excellent job at the Performance Center with the women's division. I mean, I was thinking the other day how Julia Hart is AEW's, you know, TBS champion or whatever. And uh, where's she TNT? I can't think of TNT. But TBS. No, TBS. She'd be like the eighth best prospect. Orange is TNT. like the eighth best prospect, wouldn't you say? In NXT, in, like the eighth oh best. Oh God, she's, she's not better than protected. Ariana Grace. She, she's not better than Ariana no, Grace. She's like she would be like she's nowhere near these guys. So I mean, they do a great. Are job we talking about Julia Hart? Performance Center. Yes. The other the the other thing that I can say in defense of her is they will choreograph the hell out of that match. They will practice that match oh, multiple yeah. times, you know, and they will have their best agents working with them on it, and. Yeah probably have a, a really tremendous match because they're great athletes. I didn't like the women's Royal Rumble until Jade got in it because I thought it was the rustling was sloppy watching Nia Jax not be able to pick up and Maxine or pot or body slam Piper Niven and all the other blown spots like just sloppy rustling. And then Jade yeah. got in and her charisma and the mm -hmm. crowd reaction and the whole rumble went up a notch. So that's my defense of Jade. Now I'll say I'll say this to add on. Now. I'll oh, say I'll, I'll add on to I'll add on to that. But Jermaine, I totally understand where you're coming from, right? Because one of the problems that they had in AEW was at first they booked her as a like a power power woman. Then they tried making her go longer matches that really exposed how green she is. Then they brought her into WWE. They're going to retrain her, but they made one big mistake, and more, and more than more than just said it. But I I like I really the Rumble picked up when she got in there, but you could also see how green she was when she got in there. Boom! But then the problem that they had, and unfortunately, this is the problem: they booked her in a power spot with Nia Jax, who can't really take those moves so yeah, it looks really... it looks a lot slot because nobody really picks up Nia Jax nobody yeah. thinks so she's not she's not the person so even like that one spot it's as impressive as hell as it was where she had Nia Jax up and then she flexed before dropping her the drop looked kind of 
and the drop did not look good. But it was just the overall that she was able to lift her up, keep her up, flex, and then all that stuff. I think my ideal thing for her would, because I know she's training with Natty and, and yeah, you got to get her working with Bailey. If there's one person who fundamentally can teach her a lot of stuff for the WWE style, you got to get her with Bailey. Because Bailey, as much as pe- people want to be like, she might be the lower end of the of the four horsewomen of wrestling, whatever. The one thing that Bailey does, she is safe. She knows how to sell. And she knew she learned how to change up change up her promo style completely because she was dead in the water when she got called up with that hugger. Yeah. And managed to hit and during the Thunderdome, it was her and Sasha Banks that carried the company. Yep. So like she would be the perfect person to really get that one-on-one training with. Yeah, 100%. Who who like in like recent memory has improved as as someone who's been able to sell because that's what I feel like my biggest issue is with Jade Cargill. She doesn't sell for shit and it looks terrible when she does. I'm just trying to think of an example of somebody who really improved, who worked with someone. And like you say, work the WWF style, take your time a little bit, make sure you know where the hard cam is and things like that. And I just feel like, I don't know, man, I see her in the ring and granted the WWE style is its own style, but you came from AEW. Like they don't have one camera set up. Like they essentially are trying to copy the WWE style when it comes to presentation. She's getting traded by Brian Danielson too. So not in Like, yeah, stage. exactly. Where's, like that's what I'm trying to say. And it's just like, man, I'm like, if you put someone like that in with Bianca, who I think is great at all that shit, it's just going to make Bianca look a whole lot worse, I feel. And uh, granted, if they put Jade Cargill over her at the end of that thing, it's like, man, what are we doing to Bianca here? I'm not with it. I mean, I can't think of anyone in the position you're talking about, particularly maybe Morton does because he's our historian. But I would say like over the last year, a guy like Trick has, but that's again a guy that's learning the NXT system. Are we saying are we saying from a next company that came over? That's what I'm saying. To learn I think it, because I'm looking at Trick the last year. Trick, how much Trick has improved, or even with Dom, how much Dom improved with all those things. But I'm just I'm just saying the like there's only so much improvement. Like I don't know if we're expecting like a brand new wrestler after she works with Natty and like I, I don't know, man. She seems like she's pretty full formed as a as a sports entertainer. And more or less we know what we're gonna get. So like maybe we're gonna get someone completely different who can work completely different styles now. But like I feel from what we've seen from Jade Carl, we more or less know what we're gonna get. And I mean, I, what I've seen, like I'm not looking forward to it. Honestly. I mean, this is a bad example because these are some of the best wrestlers in the world, period. But more than, from what you saw from EO or Asuka when they were in stardom coming over, how was their selling and whatnot compared to coming to the WWE? And now, again, I'm not trying to compare Jade to EO or Asuka because they're two of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Um, but, you know, they obviously had to learn a little bit of the WWE style and some of the different selling aspects. They were both better in stardom. Yeah. Than they were in WWE. Than they have been yeah. in WWE. Yeah, like, EO that's, is that's it. One for me. You know, I mean, and that's not that's not to say that they aren't haven't been very good in WWE, um, but they were better in stardom. The thing about it is the system that they have for training, the fundamentals in Japanese pro wrestling, is just a level above the train. You see the same thing when you see, you know, you see a guy like Juice Robinson, right? 
and and the training he got in WWE, and then he goes in and he works as a young boy in New Japan, and he gets retrained completely. And you can see how his fundamentals have improved so much. The WWE style is, by its nature, safer, which is good, but they talk about it being the soft WWE style, and everybody has to adjust to that. And some guys, like Hideo Tommy, a.k.a. Kenta, never did, right? No. Yeah, so the, uh, let me just say my final piece because I gotta jump off now. Actually, I just yeah. got a message. So, all right, so the presser to me, perfect. Let's see what they do on SmackDown to build up on this. That's yeah, where SmackDown's you're really gonna, gonna have see. people watch, want to watch that. Yeah, goodness. that's where that's where you're gonna really see a big thing. Um, and for Jermaine, it might not be the exact same, but. One person that I can say that learned how to sell a lot better in the last couple of years compared to when he first was there was The Miz. The Miz yeah. can sell can sell a lot better than he did his first eight years in the company. Mm. Like he is, he is. I don't know if what it is, but his matchups with Gunther, he was selling and making Gunther look even bigger of a star. And yeah. I think, and I think that some people just really take some time with it in the system. Some people, it, it's just timing. So that's kind of who I was thinking about, but I do got to run, but that's the reason why we had this run in with Jermaine because Jermaine yeah. can take my spot to hold, hold it down. We're going to go pretty quick here. Uh, we're going <laughs> to uh, yeah. have two more things to bring up Thanks. before we get out of here. Uh, really cool thing that just got announced. Uh, NFL honors is going on right now. Uh, Steve McMichael, Mongo, just got announced to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. And anyone that knows what's going on with Mongo right now, he's battling for his life with ALS right now. Uh, so really cool that at least he gets to know that he's an NFL Hall of Famer. So that's cool. And then, you know, also a horseman as well. So, uh, and a legend of Botchamania. Sorry? Is he, he's not in the WWE Hall of Fame, is he? No, he's not. He's in the Botchamania Hall of Fame. <laughs> but that shit here comes he Mongo. Literally, he's literally the only guy Brad Hart said I would never rustle him. He's so bad and so dangerous. <laughs> Classic Brett. Classic man. Classic Brett. <laughs> the the last one of the last things I was gonna bring up before you guys make your last points is Big E tonight. Just man, you want to talk about being a babyface? If he was the guy that for Mania. Let's say Jay faces. Well, we don't know if Jay's can face Gunther in Perth because Gunther has visa issues. So I don't believe he can leave the states. So I don't think that match is going to happen at the chamber. Things could change. But the last every rumor, you know, John Pollock, let's go with because we do trust John Pollock, had said is that he still had visa issues and he was grounded in the United States still for the next four months. So he can't do any international stuff just yet. So the Jay and Gunther match probably happens on a Raw. Um, Man, if Biggie could get cleared and be Gunther, holy crap, would that be a moment? Mm. It was coming off the neck, it thing, would, right? It would be a huge, yeah, yeah, it would be huge, yeah. And and you, you, I mean, I he just wants to make a smart decision. I just hope he makes a smart decision. Um, it was a little bit funny. He's a little bit out of his element, I think, in the commentary desk. He was talking about it like I don't know what direction they're going, and things like that, like talking about it like. Like yeah. it's a work, or not talking about it like it's a work, like they do with the desk, talking about it like it's well, they kind of you know, it's or talking about it like it's a work, not a shoot. Sorry, well, so he was a little up. out of his element, but it was just good to see him, and and he looked healthy. He's mm -hmm. losing his hair, 
that's unfortunate for him. You bring but, up uh, the as long as he's shoot. healthy, that's what really counts. Because they mentioned Rock is on the board, and they mentioned Nick Khan for the first time on a WWE program. They've never mentioned Nick Khan before. Yeah, and I don't know if that was Big E slipping up and just talking about things, or that was directed to him. Again, oh, like you was saying, like, I think I'm it was him to... slipping up. Yeah, I think I'm it's just he's a little out of his element. A little yeah. out of his element, you know. By the way, I'm also balding, so I can't say anything. <laughs> uh, but so that that'll be. I mean, gonna wrap it up like. You know, the WWE right now is just, it's just firing in all cylinders right now. You know, everyone bought into the Cody stuff. It's official. It's on all the social today. We're getting that, at least that match. Cody will be in the main title match. What that means, I mean, I guess we're having a men's chamber match. We'll get that announced probably either tomorrow on SmackDown or on Raw. Um, I would love Drew to be in that. I could see Sammy after the promo Sammy Zayn had the other day uh, be part of that as well. So I Personally, right now, I think Drew needs to take the title because Drew is the hottest act in the company outside of everyone that was involved today. Drew is just on another level right now. Um, but, man, we're just lining up for a great mania tonight. And and everything with Rock and Roman now is so interesting with Rock being maybe in the bloodline and your enforcer thing with him being like maybe the the Mike Tyson level. But I do think Rock will wrestle at mania. I just don't know in what faction he is right now or if he's going to do this take match in Perth. I'm not sure yet. On screen, Triple Triple H is like the authority figure right now, right? As far as on screen, he's, I don't watch. He's TV, presented so. as the Booker. Yes, people know that okay. he is the Booker of of the show right now. So that's why when you had the theme back stage and Rock's like fix it because he is the Booker. But right. again, you kind of saw Rock's uh, flex his muscle now, being the corporate guy, being like you fix it or I will. So kind of flexing the the moment Triple H that Rock is SummerSlam, baby. You heard it here yep. first, and I'm here for it. Uh, well. I... I'd love to see that, but I don't know if Hunter with his heart is, can do that, but hopefully maybe he got cleared and we don't know something. Here's the thing you got to know about wrestling, Josh. You don't retire regardless until the day you die is the day you retire. Oh, you I understand. With, you know that, man. Come on. I understand. I just, hope that, I just want him to be healthy with his heart and everything like that. I guarantee you he works out every single day. Oh, I'm sure he does. Every day. Looks in good shape. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's again, nothing. that would draw. Rock and, Rock and Hunter would draw. Sure sure would, especially for like a power battle, because that's kind of yeah. what they could even you know angle it as. Because like you're saying, Triple H is on screen. We all know, it, and essentially, Rock is like, as far as being off screen, kind of in a position of power, right? Right now, they more or less on. set that up today with everything on McAfee and then yeah. doing the presser. I, I thought everything. By the way, using McAfee, they used really well. I think that's the one angle I need to see AW do a little bit better is use their media to. A better level right now and maybe when they get uh mercedes coming there in the next month hopefully they can use mercedes in a better level because she will be the biggest star in the company but uh, can do you, do you think they can sell out boston gardens based on her presence aw is just so cold right now as far as <laughs> no, the, they sell like they sold they're sold out revolution yeah based well, on the sting last match that's sting. that's sting where's revolution Where's that being held? Uh, it's in the Carolinas. Oh, yeah, okay. somewhere in North Carolina, I believe. Yeah, because of Sting, right? Because of Sting's retirement match. So I think I think that played a big factor of it. Because your Carolina is your Sting. I mean, how much does TV and fit? Huge asterisks beside anything that they say. As far we're talking about WWE's attendance numbers. Okay, we all yeah. right. Come on now, because AEW man, there's always gonna be seats. I mean, Sasha's a big star. I, uh... Mercedes, Sasha, whatever. She's a big star. Okada is a big she's star a big to you star. and me, Morton. But to someone like Jermaine, that would be the is casual she a big wrestling. Star, man? Sasha Banks? Like you gotta remember, I'm a casual dude. Like 
Yeah, she's a big star. She's she's a Mandalorian. When she joined New Japan, when she joined New Japan, she changed. They let it led to a lot of subscriptions or or, uh, subscriptions. Jesus, Um, a lot of buyers to their network, and it led to a lot of uh, a lot of ticket sales to the event that they were having. Yeah, in uh, in San Jose, like she she single handedly sold that house out. Now it wasn't as big a house, but it also wasn't Boston. So yeah, uh, where she's from, right? So we'll see. Uh, she is she is a, a draw, but um, I don't know. I I think they'll have a real nice crowd. I think they'll have about ten thousand, maybe a little yeah. more, ten five. But I don't think they sell out. And, but well, then again, and... I also don't know what they're what they're setting it up for. Like here in in Calgary, um, the last time they were in town, they were set up for like eighty five hundred people. They're yeah. they're coming back. They're set up for like forty five hundred. Yeah. Right. So I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A sellout is relative, exactly to what their actual, you know, the setup of the arena is. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I mean, and like I was going to say too, like if you have an Okada on that show, to me, a more than Okada is a big deal, but to someone like Jermaine, let's say the average Boston wrestling fan, that you know, okay, maybe I'll go see Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet. Jermaine doesn't give a flying fuck about Okada. Doesn't like at all. Like I'm sure you've heard the name Okada. But yeah, I have. But not I'm not buying a ticket. No, no, no. But at the same time, I'm not going to a show because of of Sasha as well. So yeah. I don't know if I'm like the overarching representative or not, or or of a casual. But like, those are neither of those names are, are like gonna make. I was if I was gonna go to a show, it wouldn't be because of them. I'd be going to the show already because of them. Let, let me put it this way: like getting Adam Copeland, I thought would be a bigger draw for them than it is, and ratings have gone That's lower and attendance has gone Cooked. lower so i just think aw is in a nice Cooked. spot um but and i thought tna was going to actually you know i was interested to see tna's the year this year but with the scott demore news i don't know what tna is going to be doing now with the new direction they have if they go back to kind of the original tna now we even have time to talk about that story we can talk about it another day um but aw will be Not fine anymore. but you know jermaine and i have what this bet about the, the end of the year coming here the tv deal is up and we'll see what happens with this tv deal it's over. 2025, it is done. I don't know what you mean by AEW is fine. It's over. Khan is going to flip that shit in 2025. You heard it here first. Over for AEW, man. That yeah, shit this, is fucked. This cooked. TV, the TV deals, a big, but they have Terrible. like, I mean, as far as it, 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 it's going so interesting for the casual wrestling fan, right? Because Mercedes may matter, but, you know, with, that's why I always thought with Will Ospreay, particularly, I get why he wanted to go to AEW. But Will could have changed so much about the trajectory of what he is if he went to WWE. But he wanted to live in in England with his stepson and his wife. And that's something that right now AW is offering to talent that WWE is not. I mean, I couldn't imagine willingly going to AW right now. It's crazy. Unless you're getting something real Tony, juicy as far as the Tony, contract. Tony just has the bag. He's he's kind of Ted yeah, Turner, more yeah. or less. He just has that the I bag. Get, yeah. That I get. That I get. So, For sure. But, but, I mean, it, we were we were talking beforehand. Like they had a really good show last night, like a really good show in in ring and some good stories going on. But right now, with the buzz that WWE has right now, it's uh, it's kind of hard to 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 beat on top of that. I mean, we haven't even talked about we're we're going to wrap up here, but the other matches that they have coming, right? Like, I guess really quickly because I know you don't know as much about the product. I'll let you have the guess if you want to, Jay. But more with Seth, and I know we talked about the devaluing of the title. Do you think that we're just going to go just straight up Seth and Drew, or do you think there'll be a multi-man match here? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like. I, oh shit, my bad. Go ahead. You can go. You can go, Jay. Quick. No, no, go ahead, girl. 
Oh fuck yeah, I don't have a lot, but um yeah, I would I know I'd rather see um the straight up matches at WrestleMania. I don't know, I'm not a fan of like multi-man main events. I just feel like they leave too much open-ended questions. So I, I would I then like you said, man, Drew's kinda hot right now. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing him take the title off of Seth uh, Seth preferably. So yeah, that's what I want to see. It's definitely uh, uh straight up individual matches for sure. Yeah. Multi-man is the crux of a lazy booker. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think we'll see that. I don't think I don't if know you look at Triple now. H's history, if you look at Triple H's history. I don't think we'll see a lot of that for the for the belt. Then again, he is the only guy to uh, you know to defend the title in a four way with the McMahon in every corner and at a WrestleMania, and, Good and old day. The, the only guy who was a heel to retain for something like. The only guy in like eighteen years or something like that. I guess was a heel that retained. If the um if the Usos are gonna have this match with each other, and then you could technically just do Drew and Seth, and then if you wanted Sammy to be in a championship match, you could do Sammy and Gunther. But the problem is Sammy's had that title. So I don't know how much that really matters. You guys you just have Gunther win. I don't know what they're doing with Gunther. I I, yeah. I don't know what they're doing with Gunther. I feel like I feel like having him lose at all until uh until he has a chance off, to off. go after a title. Germany show is it the, like, the Germany show, right? They have two. Yeah, like well, it's just just having him with the title, going up and not having dropped it in in you know two years or whatever, going up against the Roman Reigns is so much bigger than if he drops it. You know, just the idea that he's unbeaten, the other guy's unbeaten, somebody's streak is going to end. Those are hard to build up those matches, but we've seen it. I mean, hell, Ryback drew because people didn't know if his streak was going to end against Punk. Like, it's, I don't think they're going to screw with that. No. Um, all right, uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thanks to Jermaine for making his first appearance. Uh, we changed the name of the pod, Jay. So- oh. Your wrestling podcast is done. Oh my god, you've taken the F out. There's no more federation. What is it now? What is it? It is Morton. We're gonna tell wanna tell him. The I can't remember even. Jesus. Sharp. Uh, shooter, oh god, I got it. I got it. Sharp no, I got it. shooters <laughs> wrestling. Yeah, I got podcast. it. I got it. I got it. I got it. The Sharpshooter Wrestling Podcast. Oh, yeah, there you go. C coming straight from the hitman himself. <laughs> Wait, my joke, my joke. Sure. A couple blondes yeah, are walking sure. in the woods. My my joke, my my couple blondes walking in the woods, right? And uh they come across some path, some uh tracks. And the first blonde goes, Oh, deer tracks. Second blonde goes, uh, yes, they're tracks, but they're moose tracks. First blonde says, uh, no, I know deer tracks, and those are deer tracks. The second ball says, well, apparently you don't because those are moose tracks, not deer tracks. First ball says, deer tracks. Second ball says, moose tracks. First ball says, deer tracks. Second ball says, moose tracks. First ball says, deer tracks. Second ball, and, and then they were hit by the train. Hey. <laughs> and I'll do it uh, for the pod today. <laughs> Thanks again to uh, Jermaine J.C. Cummins for making his first appearance. You never know when he'll make a run-in on the show, especially during Mania and the road to WrestleMania. Casual season, baby! Yes, sir. 
Uh, thanks to Mun. Thanks to Senator. Uh, sorry, Adam. We ran out of time to talk positive about Jade. And until next time, folks, cheers and enjoy the Thank you for listening to Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.